right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our off-market deal finding made easy webinar. Uh, instead of taking a nap, which it is about that time <laughs> of the day. Uh, at least for us, huh? Your speakers today, I'm Kevin and Becky Kraminga, and we both are relatively new to investing. I've been doing this about three years, and uh, we both were educators for all of our lives. I was a high school math teacher or English uh, school counselor and um, assistant principal and then principal. So <laughs> we've kind of uh, done most of the grade levels, even even taught college. And then uh, just were interested. We, uh, we've, we've had rental property before. Uh, we have done a, a couple fix and flips. We did a subject two. Um, and we also wholesaled a house. And so um just you know kind of enjoying uh we just finished one uh, that was the subject too we just finished uh um flipping that house and so um that was out here in Katy and uh just uh had fun doing a little work on it um Becky Becky and I put a new backsplash in the kitchen and then and I did some painting and caulking out outside but for the most part we had our general contractor come in and fix that up and we we got it done in about a month and so um that was nice to close that it, it we were we had it up on the market right during the start of the coronavirus and so we weren't sure if it was going to move or not and uh uh three days three days pretty much we had 27 offers on the house so um it was fun to watch that one uh watch that one go uh, but that's our most recent one yeah, and we actually, for that one, we took a cash offer that was a few thousand dollars less uh, just because it was less risky at this point in time. We didn't want to, we didn't want to risk the chance of, you know, somebody ending up backing out of their loan because they lost their job or something like that. So, but it's good to have that behind us and a little extra money in our pocket from that. So uh, we're also in charge of Houston area for Real Estate IQ. Um, I've been with Real Estate IQ for about two and a half years. Um, and as I said, we're in charge of the Houston area. Um, but I do a lot of other things like marketing and customer service with a company and stuff like that as well. So this is brought to you by Real Estate IQ. We are number one in deal finding. We have over 45,000 leads every month altogether amongst our different sources. Um, and so we have a guarantee you'll always find a deal with Real Estate IQ. Not gonna promise you're gonna get it, but you'll find it. Um, <clears throat> the company, this is sort of our company leadership team. Um, Steve Liang and Juan Carlos Cruz are the company founders. Uh, they originally designed a software to make it faster and easier for real estate agents to run comps um, and then opened it up to investors. Um, as I said, we're, we're in charge of Houston. We've got Joseph De La Cruz in charge of Austin and San Antonio and Rodney in the DFW area. So if you're in any of those areas and you go to real estate events, look for them. Uh, we're also, we also have off-market leads in Florida and Georgia and coming soon to Chicago. So working on expanding nationwide. So that's pretty exciting. 
Um, we do a bunch of webinars. We're starting to do more now that we are all at home and that's the only meetups um, and online education as well. So you'll want to visit our realestateiq.co is our website and we'll show you some different things from that as we go. Um, if there's something particular you'd like to learn about that you're you know, maybe not seeing education about out there or want to know more, put that topic in the chat and we'll see what we can do. We've got a lot of connections, a lot of people that know a lot of stuff can help you out. Uh, half of you are just getting started in real estate, so that's the way to do it. Just start educating yourself. All right, uh, we also have our new community portal. So this is an online community. So just show you real quick, this is our realestateiq.co website. And right here we have community. So it's a feed, it's a social media site. And we have these groups that you can join as well. So depending on where you are, uh, we have groups for different areas in Texas. Um, I have a women in real estate group. So if you are female, please join that as well. You will need to sign up and join the community first, and then you can join a group. So we're just, we haven't officially launched it yet, um, but it's up and running. So it's available. You can go ahead and join and get started there. So just to show you what one of our clients uh, has to say about Real Estate IQ, got a short video for you here. Hey guys, we're here at the Quest Trillion Dollar Mixer right here. And I'm talking to Omero Corona. He's just made more than $100,000 with Real Estate IQ. Could you tell us about your story? Yeah. How's everybody doing? Omero Corona here at the uh, Quest Trust uh, Trillion Dollar Mixer. Really excited to share uh, my testimony and my story with uh, Real Estate IQ. So over the last, uh, you know, about six, seven months, I've been using uh, their platform and getting some of their uh, lists. And I was able to uh, finish my first flip recently where I was able to net about 85000 and in total, I think I've uh, been able to make about $100,000 with Real Estate IQ and their tools. So really excited to share this uh, great um, you know, company with you guys and definitely uh, give it a shot. I think you guys uh, will take advantage of all the tools and uh, it'll be profitable for you and your company. Thank you, guys. Thank you. potential deal and we analyze it and we talk about it. So we uh, want to share with you what a good deal looks like and what, you, what kind of factors you should be considering when you're analyzing uh, real estate investment deals, a really, really good educational uh, piece for those of you who are trying to learn uh, and get started uh, because you, you know, the most important thing is you need to find good deals and in order to do that, you need to know what a good deal looks like. Uh, so uh, make sure you sign up for this free publication. Uh, we want to bring a lot of value to you and uh, please enjoy it. All right, so this is off-market deal finding made easy. Uh, so first of all, what is an off-market deal? If you are new to this, off-market just means it's not listed on the MLS. The MLS stands for Multiple Listing Service, and that's just the platform where real estate agents uh, list properties for sale. So if it's not listed by an agent on market, then it's an off-market deal. So why look for off-market deals? 
uh, in general, there's a lot less competition. If there's a good deal that comes on the MLS, uh, while you still can get it, we wholesaled one that was a really good deal off the MLS, but there is a lot of competition. There was other ones we called and they told us they had 30 or 40 offers for them. Uh, Off-market deals often are at a deeper discount and you negotiate directly with the seller instead of going through a real estate agent. <clears throat> so just a little bit MLS versus off-market. Some of the pros of MLS deals are there's lots of them. They are sometimes at a deep discount and they're ready for purchase. You already know that the seller wants to sell. With off-market deals, the seller may or may not even know that they can sell the property. They might think that they can't uh, because of whatever other reason. Um, cons to MLS, high competition, usually have to be fast. Cons to off-market leads. They're not as easy to find because the seller hasn't already said that they want to sell the house. Um, so they might not be ready to sell. And it might take a little advanced skills. You have to have the contracts and all that stuff since you won't be working with a real estate agent. Um, and that's a, that's a situation where, you know, it's, you, you, you gotta start building relationships with the, with the homeowner because you'll never get the house um, if, you, if you haven't built that relationship um, with that person. I, I can think of um, the subject too that, I, that we, just, we just did. Um, I was just driving around going from home to home off, off the um, pre-foreclosure list um, here in Katy and I just downloaded it. It's easy to do. All of our off-market leads um, are, are in uh, Excel files. And so they're easy to manipulate and you can, uh, you can actually get in there and I, I dump it into Google Maps and then Becky and I usually, well, we used to go door knocking before this all, <laughs> all happened and we yeah. haven't done that lately, but um, we would, I, I, was, I was actually sitting um, in my truck. I had already dropped my card um, at this person's door and uh, I, uh, I was looking at the next place I was going to go to and I, he pulled up in his driveway. And uh, so I thought, well, this is an opportunity. So I got out of my truck and I, I, I met him in his driveway and he had a, a New Orleans Saints hat on. And uh, so I started up a little conversation about football because I'm a Denver Bronco fan. And uh, there it was. That was the beginning of our relationship. And then talking to him and finding out all of his, that he was in a tough situation. He's losing his house. His wife divorced him. He has an autistic kid and uh, they repoed his car. And so he, <laughs> it was more about me just listening to him and understanding the situation before I tried to negotiate anything with the house. And so those are examples. Um, we're gonna be talking to you a little bit more about off-market leads today. Um, and we've been successful using the list from Real Estate IQ. Right, so there are basically three ways to find off-market deals. One is to market for the sellers to contact you, and so we're gonna go through a bunch of different ways you can do that. Um, the second one is you find the potentially motivated sellers, for example, such as the 
pre-foreclosure list. And the third way is to buy them from a wholesaler. Let somebody else do that groundwork. Of course, then you will be paying their wholesale fee on top of what you could have gotten the house from, but if it's a good deal, why not? All right, so let's get into some common strategies for finding off-market deals. The first one, you've probably seen these around. Uh, they call them bandit signs, and you see so many of them around because they do work. And for whatever reason, handwritten ones like this tend to get a higher response than the pre-printed commercial-looking ones. I don't know what part of psychology that, <laughs> what that makes it or why that works, but that's how it is. Uh, you do have to be careful. They are illegal in a lot of places. And in uh, some places that doesn't stop anybody from putting it up, but you do want to check into what those regulations are for whatever area you're gonna be in so that you don't get hit with a fine. Okay, the next one is direct mail. So, Take the people on those motivated seller lists and send off flyers, postcards, yellow letters, uh, whatever. The one thing about this is, and with any marketing really, uh, you're not, you can't just send out a hundred mailers, for example, and expect to get a deal. Um, most of real estate is a numbers game. And so it, it just requires a lot of mailings, a lot of touches. If you want to get a deal this way, you probably need to send out a thousand and you probably don't send them out just once. You send them up five or six times. It's a fact of advertising that the more you see or hear something, the more you trust it. And so six plus touches are often required so and you'd want to switch it up you know send a postcard this time maybe a yellow letter next time um some other kind of professional letter greeting cards anything you can do to get their attention and make your mailer stand out from the other ones that they're getting are what you want to do we have we have one customer that sends out about four thousand per month and so um and she she's finds success in it but uh but she sends four thousand out each month yep and you know you get one deal from that you've paid for that um she gets two or three deals on average a month sometimes more uh but but you have to do you have to do that volume and you have to do it consistently and you have to follow up um, if you are going to send something out you want to find a way to make it stand out uh, for example, this doesn't look like a letter from an investor who wants to buy their house, right? So they're going to open this up because it looks like it might have come from a friend or they'll be curious about it. So anything you can do that's going to capture their attention, as I said, and make yours stand out is what's going to help you be successful if you choose to do that kind of marketing. Um, if you've got a lot of money, You've all seen billboards like this, or you've seen the We Buy Ugly Houses. Uh, we Buy Ugly Houses is actually a Homevestors franchise, and you can actually buy into that if you've got, I don't know how many, a few thousand dollars to start with, and they'll route the phone calls to you of people in your area. So that's one way to do it if you've got that extra capital. 
Driving for dollars. This is the, the opposite end of the money spectrum <laughs> for off-market deals. This doesn't cost any money other than gas. And that's just drive around in a neighborhood you like. Look for those houses with tall grass uh, or physically distressed. Because chances are, if that's the case, either there's nobody there or... If they are there, maybe they can't take care of the house anymore and would be better off if you help them move into something else. A um, couple other signs. This is, a, this is an area that, uh, um, I, just to tell a little bit of a funny story, the first time that I went out with Becky um, driving for dollars and uh, we were looking at, you know, we found distressed properties and you see in that picture the mail ha hanging out of the mailbox. We've seen that. We've seen the boarded up windows, um, but I'm not kidding. I, Becky is a little bit more risky than I am. She takes a little bit more risk than I am. Um, she'll actually open the mailbox and get the name off of off of some piece of mail in there. Um, so we have a starting point to do our research. I, I at one time I am standing at, a, at this vacant house and I'm looking in the window of the front door. And the next thing I know, um, she opens the door and, <laughs> and I'm standing there, what the heck are you doing? She goes, well, the back door was open. <laughs> and so you we were able to go in there and take some pictures and stuff. But we, um, we've seen a lot of different things. We've seen, um, I don't know if a, a renter, uh, has been in some of the houses and got ticked off at the owner, um, before they left. And, We've seen spray paint on the walls. We've seen the kitchen cabinets pulled out and ripped down on the floor. Um, what else? Um, sometimes they put cement or concrete in the toilets, which is always a Same nice to thing that. to try to fix. Um, so, you know, you never know exactly what you're going to get, but um, you want to do your due diligence. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. Yeah. Uh, but as <clears throat> to his point about the mailbox, I will open a mailbox. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's against the law to open the mailbox. I just look in and, you know, if it's stu over overstuffed with mail, you know, that means that could mean one thing. Um, there's also, in, at least in Houston, there's a yellow card that they will put in the mailbox that says vacant. And so if you're not sure if it's vacant or not, and you open up the mailbox and see that yellow card, then you know for a fact it is. Uh, so then you try to find the owner, contact them, and see if they want to sell the house since they're not doing anything with it anyway. Uh, talk to the neighbors is a good thing to make sure you do when you're driving for dollars or any of these other strategies as well. Neighbors will tell you everything. <laughs> yeah, we had one house that was obviously vacant and we looked through it and a uh, guy across the street was mowing the lawn and so we went to talk to him and it turns out that he was actually mowing, not as, free, not as frequently, but actually mowing the lawn of this vacant house for the people that owned it. And so we were able to get their contact information from him. Um, they haven't decided to let go of it yet. It's a hoarder house and they're certain there's something in there from their parents that that they want. So we'll see. Not that it's going to be any good by around to it, but uh, still working on that one. All right. Another one, off-market leads for sale by owner. Now these ones, you know, the owner does want to sell. 
but for whatever reason, they're not putting it on the MLS with the, with the realtors. So maybe there's repairs and so they're afraid to put it on the MLS um, or they you know, don't wanna give the commission money to the real estate agent, um, any of those things, but that's a good way to find properties. So look for, for sale by owner signs. You can search online. Zillow, Craigslist, there are other sites as well. Uh, FSBO.com is for sale by owner.com. So that's a site that lists them as well. So you can go to them and see if you can get the property at a price that would make it a good deal for you. All right, other, other people to know that can help you get them um, are you can hire a bird dog. And a bird dog is what we call somebody who goes and finds leads. They get you the lead. They don't, they don't work the deal. They don't get it under contract like a wholesaler would. They simply find the lead. So they'll come, a bird dog will come to you and say, here's a vacant house at this address. Um, or, you know, otherwise find, talk, by talking to people, find houses that might be good deals so some people that can do that for you and then what you do is you give them you just tell them that if you get the deal from it you're going to give them you know five hundred dollars or whatever you work out um, you can do the same thing with mailmen they know which houses are getting mail and which aren't and delivery drivers lawn care trash pickup um, divorce attorneys, bankruptcy attorneys, probate attorneys, um, if you can get them to talk to you, they can let you know about houses that might be available. CPAs, title companies, bail bondsmen. Never tried that one. <laughs> have not, have not, but heard of, heard of somebody getting a house pretty cheap because the owner was going to jail for a long time and wanted to get rid of it. So those things happen. Uh, real estate agents, make friends with them and they can give you what we call pocket listings, which is somebody who goes to them and they wanna sell their house and the real estate agent says, ah, you're not gonna get a lot for it on the MLS, but I know these investors because the house has problems or whatever. That was, um, that's how we found that house in Memorial that Becky said that we, we wholesaled that one. Um, that was through a, a real estate agent with a pocket listing. Uh, foundation professionals, roofers, if somebody needs a lot of work on their house and they can't afford to do it, that is also a good lead for off-market deals. So those people can help you with things like that. Um, and as I kind of talked about before, you can buy it from a wholesaler, somebody else who gets it under contract. Uh, garage sales, maybe they're cleaning out the house because they know they need to move. Uh, burned houses, estate sales. You have to be kind of careful with the burn houses. Uh, make sure you know your areas. Uh, Houston is an area that requires on a, on a house like the, that you see in the picture on burn houses, uh, they may require you to pull out the whole foundation and so that's, that's a huge added cost um, to not just tearing down a home and rebuilding it, but having to replace the foundation, um, that's a lot of extra money. And so sometimes they even make you replace all, all the plumbing below the concrete. 
And so those are important things to look at. And I, I already said, do, do your due diligence. Um, and I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But uh, know, know your areas so that um, you don't get stuck and lose a lot of money on something. Absolutely. Uh, networking with other investors. Maybe they've got a house and they were able to get it under contract and they would be willing to wholesale it to you. Uh, business cards. Let all of your friends know that you're buying houses like this because they might know somebody who needs to sell their house for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's a job change. Maybe they've had some unexpected expenses, medical, vehicle, whatever, behind on their mortgage payments. Um, but I've heard of people getting them on Facebook from referrals from other people as well. So let, let people know that that's what you're doing. Uh, then there are lists, the pre-foreclosure list we talked about. Uh, now, right now, there's, there are no foreclosures happening. But once this whole COVID thing is over, there will be again, there's going to be a ton of houses on the pre-foreclosure list. So pre-foreclosure means it hasn't gone to the auction yet, so you will still be working with the owner of the house. Uh, you can go to the auction when they start up again and buy a house that way. Sometimes you can get them at really good deals. Uh, you, Kevin and I usually go to the Harris County auction and there are some trustees who go to sell their property and they just start reading it off and they don't care how many people hear about it. And so sometimes a lot of people don't even know at Harris County anyway, um, other counties might just run one auction at a time, but at Harris County, it's in this one room and there's all kinds of people doing auctions at the same time. So you, you could get lucky, uh, get one there. Sheriff sale is the same thing for taxes. They haven't been paying their taxes, so the county is foreclosing. Uh, divorces. Oftentimes, they're required to sell their house. Eviction filings. If somebody's kicking people out, which, again, isn't happening right now, but will be again soon. If somebody's kicking people out, you know, maybe they're tired of being a landlord or tired of dealing with that property. So eviction filings are good. Uh, tax or mortgage delinquencies. So if people are behind on their taxes, they're behind on their mortgage payments, maybe they're not in danger of foreclosure yet, uh, but that could signal those financial issues that might lead to them selling their house. Probate leads. Somebody passes away, their house needs, somebody needs to take care of the house, and the people that inherit it may not want to keep it. Code violations, that's kind of like uh, what we talked about that you can find driving for dollars, only this way you've got the list, so you don't need to do the driving around. Uh, properties with water service recently shut off is another way to find motivated sellers. We see a lot of people at events around Texas that wear clothes that say we buy houses. You never know, you're in the grocery store, somebody might stop you and say, hey, I need to sell my house, you know, how can you help me? Expired listings on the MLS, so people that listed it didn't sell for one reason or another. 
Maybe you can negotiate something with them. Landscaping, lawn companies, if they're mowing for a vacant house, that could be a good lead. Facebook ads, posts. Vehicle signs, same as the t-shirts. You never know where you could be and somebody could see that and say, ah, I've been looking for a way to sell my house or I know somebody who needs to sell their house. And then there's <clears throat> door hangers. Um, Becky and I haven't used door hangers. Um, we primarily, when we go uh, driving for dollars or um, are, are looking at pre-foreclosed house, houses, we drop a five by six card at the door. Um, Becky usually puts a handwritten sticky note on there um, and and asks, you know, nicely if if they would if if they would call and schedule a meeting with us. So that's the what, what we do. But any of these things that you see up on the screen work. Sticky notes. Um, uh, those five by six flyers. I think it was twenty five dollars for fifty. They're pretty, pretty inexpensive pretty on inexpensive, Vistaprint. Inexpensive to do through Vistaprint. That's what we use, and and uh, we drop those at the door. We've also seen, here's this one, looks like a FedEx sticker. So, you know, it's something to get their attention and make them call back again, as the door hanger does too. Uh, other places you could put signs on a truck or a fence. <laughs> you could try calling people. You know, we we have had some success in door knocking. Some people answer the door, and some people just refuse to answer the door. Um, especially for me, I'm a pretty um, good sized guy, um, six four, and uh, here's here's Becky. Um, Five who's, four. <laughs> who's petite, and and uh, she does much much better at the door than I do. Um, at least getting people to open the door and then she'll call me in out of my out of my truck yeah that's what we do it but another way instead of knocking on the door and especially now if you don't want to go out door knocking um, is to use a skip trace service to find the owner so there's some free ones out there they're not always as accurate uh, real estate IQ has a skip tracing service as well so whoops um, my things flying around here. If you want to go to that so, web page. Yeah, we can do that. Just to show you. So if you go to our realestateiq.co website, and if you go up here to tools, and there's on-demand skip tracing. And so skip tracing is just the word for finding the contact information for the owners. So we provide phone numbers, email addresses. Um, we'll let you know if, it's, if there was a bankruptcy, if the person was deceased, if there are liens on the properties. So we have flags to let you know those things as well. So we have different packages depending on how many you want to do. Yeah, so, the least expensive is five for five. Um, so you get um, five, you, you can give them five addresses and they'll give you at least five email um, emails that they've, they've recently had, five cell phone numbers, and five landline numbers. Um, not all of them will work, um, but it's a start, and it's a way to, to get a hold of somebody. We've had people that have used those numbers for texting, um, which 
we have a, a customer um, of real estate IQ has been very successful. And if you'll go back to that page real quick, um, then you see as it goes up, um, you can get up to um, for $200 per month, it gives you uh, 1500 addresses. So if you're doing large mailings or large listings, um, you can get, you know, you can do any of those different levels. All right, <clears throat> excuse me. So since we're not going out much these days, some other online methods. Uh, we kind of mentioned Craigslist before. You can go there and look for for sale by owners, but you can also post ads on Craigslist and say, I will buy your house. Um, or you can search the properties for sale and contact the seller. They already give you the contact information for there. That's a good thing there. Um, you can get your own website. I know some people that are very very successful doing that so you have your website you drive traffic to it you give them your um, your URL and sometimes uh, that lends you maybe an extra measure of credibility uh, people think oh they have a website you know then maybe you're a little more trustworthy um, you can put your links in social media you can put them in printed marketing things that you send out um, any of those some pay-per-click you do a paid ad on Google or you could do a paid ad on Facebook as well there's also some online auction sites where you can get properties and go away um, the hub zoo is one auction.com is another so those sites are still running in these these times right now so you can find properties that way. The bottom line is just to be creative. How can you reach these people? Yeah, so the key is to just start building that list, start connecting with other investors and building that list. And then you've probably seen them. Um, you develop, um, you know, if you're gonna do it by computer and you're gonna email those lists out, um, I get several of them every single day from different, different wholesalers. Um, and maybe you've seen them too. It has the property information at the top. Usually they're, they're just one page and it has the property information at the top. And then it, you scroll down and you can see pictures um, and you scroll down mm -hmm. further and it gives you information. Um, sometimes um, they've already comped. They've already done a comparative market analysis on it. That's a CMA, comparative market analysis. And I, um, Real Estate IQ can, can do that for you. Um, but it's a matter of getting that information out, like Becky said, to the people who, who might want to, what they want to do is you're going to make maybe five, between five and $10,000 off of that property. And that person is going to take that property and they're going to flip it probably, or they're going to buy and hold it. Um, it just depends what strategy they want to use, but, but that's how you get it, um, so that you're not sitting on it for a long time. That's the last thing you want to do is, is mm -hmm. uh, sit on a property because you're paying, you're paying electrical, paying water, you're paying all of that insurance. insurance um, and it, it's, it, it drains you, it drains the, um, the profit. And so, yeah. so get a part, join, join groups, uh, join our community. And if it's a good deal, you'll find a buyer. If it's a good deal on the western part of Houston, Kevin and I will buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the key is it's got to be a good enough deal for somebody else. Um, 
now people that are going to buy it and hold it long term they might not uh they don't need as deep a discount as somebody who's going to flip it oftentimes so keep that in mind as well that's something you're going to search for those buy and hold buyers so if you don't have capital start networking uh network on our community these online events just say i'm looking for an equity partner and so an equity partner is somebody who's going to come in and provide the money and you do the work to find the deal get it under contract flip it or whatever and then in the end you split the profits that's the best way to start out and if that person has done this before too that also sort of gives you an advisor uh, kind of a mentor, somebody you can ask questions with, um, because usually they've done that before if they're willing to do that. So that's the, the way I would suggest. Find an equity partner if you want to do a flip. And if you are, if you want to just start out wholesaling, just start building that buyer's list, start meeting people at events, getting their information. And, and that's another, when, when Becky says equity partner, um, I want to take that a little bit further and, and say private lending. That's, that's really what you're, you're looking to do yeah. um, if you don't have any money to start with. And so um, like Becky says, that, that, that equity partner, that's going to be your private lender. And there's, there's a lot of people that uh, if you think about it, when you look at the, um, if, if they keep their money in the bank, they're really not going to make very much off of that. Um, if they put their money in the stock market, they may make, you know, 6% off of their money. But if they, not these <laughs> <days>. <laughs> yeah, maybe not these days, but if, if, if they invest in you and, um, and, and what you're doing, then um, they're going to make a lot more money off of that. And so, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of yeah we've done we've done private lending deals with all of our mm -hmm. all, all of our deals so far when you're able to go places again go to the quest trust i'm not sure where you are located but they're in a lot of different cities and they have events because people put money in their iras and get it so that they can direct what to spend it in spend it or how to invest it instead of having a um mutual fund or something else that invests it for you in the stock market, you can put your IRA um, under a self-directed manager and then you can choose to invest it in somebody else's real estate deals. So there's a lot of people that do that. So just keep building your contacts and you will, you will get those connections to make that try to make that fall into place. Thank you, Tola. Um, somebody asked to put this sli slide back, so that's why I went back to it. Um, um, so you found a deal, you talked to the owner, they're ready to sell you the property. The next thing you need to do is run comps. And we're not going to get into that too much today. That's a subject of another webinar, so please join one of our other webinars to uh, learn more about that. Um, but running comps means looking at the sold properties that are around the neighborhood that are similar and that's how you determine the value of your house you need to know what's it going to be worth after you fix it up <clears throat> right so you look at the square footage 
you you could you try to do apples to apples. Um, so square footage, you look at the um, size of the property. You can also look at the number of bedrooms and baths that it has um, to make those comparisons. And you can do that through our system. Those of you that signed up for the demo already will be able to uh, understand a little bit more how our system works um, as you go through that process. And so that's just one part of doing what we call due diligence. Uh, another part of due diligence would be looking at the property, finding out what repairs it's going to need, walking around it, getting the owner to take you through it. Um, ask them what's, you know, what needs repairs, but don't trust that they're going to tell you everything. Um, so those kind of things are the due diligence that you need to know. Um, and then make your offer. And, and sometimes there's things that you just can't be prepared for. Sometimes you won't be able to get into the house and you really have to, you have to look hard, um, uh, and, you know. And estimate. <laughs> and, and estimate. One of, one of the things that caught us off guard um, on this last deal that we did um, was everything was working with the water heater. Uh, when the guy lived there. When the guy lived there and, and uh, he, shut, he, he shut the, the water off and uh or got the water shut the off and and the gas and then when becky and i um went went there for the first time we tried to start everything up and the one thing that didn't work was the water heater yeah. and so we had to have that looked at and uh ended up replacing ended it. up replacing it so that was a 900 hundred dollar cost right there that we weren't we weren't anticipating those things are always going to come up, so you want to kind of account for that when you make your offer. So if you want to know more about, about how to do this part, how to make an offer, uh, we're doing a deal finding training this Saturday morning at 9 a.m. So join us for that, and we'll go into that a bit more. Um, so some other things Real Estate IQ can help you do is we have the list of motivated sellers that you can email uh, call, text, send mailers, whatever, knock on doors if you want to. Uh, so we have those lists. Um, with Real Estate IQ, you can also search the tax records for absentee owners, out-of-state owners, vacant lots. Again, that's a numbers game thing. Send out a lot, but if you send out enough, it's a very good chances you'll get some. Uh, we have the on-demand skip tracing. Uh, deal analysis and comps, and then finding deals on our community. So that's what's going to, there's going to be a big part of that. So look for that to come ahead. Uh, we really already talked about what skip tracing is. Well, except we didn't talk about the premium package. Now that's, that's different. Coming up right here. Oh, I thought I saw it on the last screen. <laughs> so these are the different lists that Real Estate IQ offers. So we have these 10 different lists of potentially motivated sellers. We've kind of talked about most of them. Um, appointment of substitute trustee is kind of a pre-pre-foreclosure. Sometimes properties hit that list four to six weeks before they hit the pre-foreclosure list in normal times. Uh, so these are, these are all lists of, of, of distressed people. They're, they're in distress for one reason or another. Um, in the state of Texas, HOAs can even foreclose on, on your house if you haven't taken care of it. And so um, that's a whole nother list that 
that uh, that you can take a look at. But these are these are neat because, and we've just popped them up here on a slide. What they what, the way it works is they come in an email um, to me every day. I get it every single day, and I don't just get one of those lists. I get all of them. Um, all of them every single day. They're updated every 24 hours, Monday through Friday. And all of our off-market leads come from the courthouses. And so they're direct. Um, the first column that's in uh, that Excel spreadsheet is um, the ID of the, of the court um, reference. And then it, it goes in and it shows um, when it was filed at the courthouse and when it was added to our system. And usually that's one, one or two days. We have 33 people working in the, uh, to extract that information from the courthouses um, so that they come on time every single day. And it, it's just, it's just a, it's a great thing. What we, I didn't always have those when I first got started. And um, I had to go to a lot of different websites to find the information that I, I needed. Um, and once I started re using Real Estate IQ, um, the information just comes every single day. They've done all the work for me <laughs> and all the scrubbing. And all I need to do is decide, okay, am I gonna cold call at this time? Am I gonna send letters? Um, am I gonna go door knocking again once, once this is lifted? Yes, we will do that. And while while there have, has been a reduction on the pre foreclosures and the eviction notices right now, obviously, um, because they're not allowed to to file those things, um, but those will pick up. But you know, people are still dying and people are still getting divorced, and a lot of that stuff is still happening. Yeah, unfortunately, even in this time. Um, but those give you, you know, they're all opportunities. So the ones with the asterisks here are in our premium list, which means they come to you with all of the skip tracing information already done. So we have our basic package that gives you the leads and our premium list that gives you those phone numbers and email addresses and all the things we talked about earlier. All right, and then again, I'd encourage you to become a part of our community. Um, so realestateiq.co. Click on community, network, make your friends. We also have some groups on the community that you can join. So, and you don't have to pay and subscribe to our service to do this as well, but you can join our group. We have a group for Houston. Uh, there's a group for wherever you live. So I'd encourage you to join that group and anything else that sounds interesting to you. Um, so make sure you do that and get involved if you'd like. And just a place, you know, to find those people that you're going to need. You can find contractors, you can find lenders, you can find title companies, whatever you need for your business, you'll be able to find that on the community. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.